0: Welcome to the Startup Conviction Podcast, where I interview early-stage founders about their startup's value proposition and the strength of their conviction. I'm your host, Darian Parrish, and I hope you enjoy this episode. All right, we have the founder, Alejandro of Valari. Uh, Alejandro, thank you so much for joining. Could you tell the listeners what Valari is and uh, why you started the company?
1: Thank you, Darian. So, Valari is a lending as a service platform uh, focused on emerging markets. We started this because we saw there's a huge need to serve um, small businesses, uh, SMEs uh, throughout emerging markets, specifically in Latin America, where it's going to be our first focus uh, to serve them with financial products that are tailored for their needs and that find them at uh, convenient points or, or or points where they frequent a lot, which today are platform and technology companies, not necessarily banks. So Valari will uh, enable embedded lending and enle- embedded finance solution within these platforms that already serve these SMEs.
0: Great. And I think that's that's a common trend here thus far in the US where we have companies like Uh, that are like buy now, pay later, um, like a firm um, that uh, Peloton uses for for sales uh, and it's embedded in the um, checkout uh, process. Is that a good example of what you would do? And and do you have other examples?
1: Uh, Yeah, I think that's a good example, right? Around the the theme of embedded finance and how you make uh, the checkout process, if you want to say that way, to get financing or a loan accessible right initially we're focusing though on uh, on businesses and how we can unlock working capital which is a huge need for small businesses in emerging markets
0: great and uh let's talk a little more about that because the uh the working capital would probably be more for potentially like services than products uh i guess it depends on the business but um, one use case I would see is like cloud computing and, and needing working capital for that. Is that something you're in talks with? Um, you know, partnership where you integrate into those cloud platforms, or do you work with other payment providers uh, to to get the um, embedded finance component um, resolved?
1: Yeah. So, so our vision is to uh, for Balari to enable the end user, the end client, meaning the SME to get a financial product tailored to them in whatever way they need, right? If we do this like uh, through cloud platforms or through payment processors, uh, ideally we want to be able to serve every type of distribution channel. Right now, we are actually in conversation with a couple that uh, are on both sides of of what you mentioned. We have payment processors. We also have uh, some, some cloud platforms, if we call it that way. Uh, and uh, of course, as we, we can not do everything at the, at the same time as a startup, we, we have to focus on one and we're working on, to see where's the best way to start. But the vision is that our platform will enable any type of company to consume our APIs and be able to offer uh, financial products uh, specifically on the lending side in whatever t- uh, way, color or flavor they want, right?
0: Yeah, so let's go, take a step back on why you saw this as being a large problem and in, in deciding to start a company around it, because I, I think um, it, it's every small business owner or anyone who's run a small business knows that it's always you know, a struggle to maintain working capital. But is this something you saw firsthand? And uh, you know, the problem's been attempted to be solved before, uh, mainly by, by banks and other lenders, Uh, What makes, you know, Valari different and why did you think this was a problem that you wanted to solve?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, it's not new, right? Especially in emerging markets and Latin America that uh, SMEs have, uh, there's a huge need of to provide working capital and and financial services to SMEs, right? If we take a look at Mexico, there's over 4 million SMEs and something around 90% of those lack. Formal financing, right? So SMEs have to uh, find solutions in pawn shop and pay pay payday lenders, which of course make their the 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 probability uh, of paying back that that financing very hard and complicates the business. Um. So I mean, being raised in Latin America, I saw this problem firsthand. I I also used to run a small uh, SME a frozen yogurt shop in 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 my country where I was raised in Ecuador, and I saw the problem firsthand, like. For me, even uh, even myself, that I had the opportunity to get a college education, right, which is not the case for many of these uh, small business owners, it was still hard to understand what was my PL-, PL at the end of the week or at the end of the month because the tools are are not there. And as you mentioned, it's it's not it's not a, a new problem. This has been going on for decades, and banks and 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 have been trying to solve these and. We see a huge number of fintech lenders coming in to serve SMEs. But what we're doing different is that we are going the embedded way, right? We're going to partner with platforms that already have the customer loyalty, that already have the data, that already have the interaction, the day-to-day interaction with these SMEs. And we are just embedding that the financial solution there, the, the, the lending solution. At the point where these SMEs interact uh, frequently, so we're making the experience more or, or frictionless.
0: Got it. And I think uh, the way you described it there, it sounds like this is something that would be, uh, you know, work nicely with like an ERP software, which sometimes is more uh, sophisticated than a small small business would have. But maybe uh, something like QuickBooks or another accounting software. Uh, this this has nice integration potential there.
1: Yeah, 100% agree there. And, and you and you do see that trend happening in the US. Um, there's, for instance, there's fund box in the US, right? That they integrate with QuickBooks. They're able to leverage the QuickBooks data, analyze it and underwrite uh, loans for SMEs, right? So I, I think here the opportunity is that today in, in, in emerging markets, virtually everyone has uh, access to internet or even a, a smartphone. So as a small business owner, you may not be able to have a, like a formal relationship with the bank, but you do have the ability to open your, your cell phone, go into the internet, and consume platforms such as Uber Eats, right? Um or, or, or the equivalent of DoorDash there. So there are these platforms, these internet companies that already have a lot of data um, from these SMEs. And I think there's the opportunity for them to partner with someone that's thinking around how to use this data and translated into tailored financial solutions for these clients such that the three parties involved win right the sme of course the platform that has the data what has not yet exploited uh, in the, in the good sense of the word the opportunity to give financial products to these smes and of course Valaria as we do as we do our business
0: yeah th- this is great i mean i think there's a lot of opportunity to leverage data to add value to the customer um, with, with, you know, in just ways it hasn't been used before, because with better insights comes a better tailored product and experience. So I think the, val- the value proposition is here. Um, but let's talk a little more about what gave you the conviction to uh, potentially compete against the incumbents or, um, you know, want to live a startup life. You know, how, how did you know this was right for you? And um, how do you stay focused on your mission um, going forward? Well,
1: I mean, I think I think one advantage I have is that I, as I mentioned, I grew up in Latin America. I had my small business, so I, I knew the problem firsthand, right? Um, and uh, personally, you know, more personal load. Uh, for a while, I have for the last two years, I have been currently based in Miami, by the way. But I'm currently for the last two years, uh, f- of course, with COVID a little a little less though, but uh, have been flying to Latin America, especially to Mexico, to understand. Uh, the fintech market and the opportunities around uh, banking as a service, lending as a service and embedded finance, right? So I've been exploring the market. Uh, it's, it's taken me uh, a while to fall or to find these opportunity, to pinpoint where I want to start as a, as, as a startup founder. And um, we, the current traction we have reaching out to platforms, um, even though we're fairly new, the opportunity is there, right? You see that platforms are thinking that, yes, we have a lot of data. They know that they, they can offer better financial services to to, to their end users, uh, platforms that are not, uh, per se, focused on financial services, right? But they know they will eventually uh, do that. But if we come in with Valari and we offer them a better way, a faster way to reach their, uh, and a partnership that makes sense to them and adds value to their end users, I think the opportunity is there, and we're seeing these, We're seeing these across uh, other developed markets. You know, in the US, as you mentioned, it's been going on for a while, uh, but it's still fairly new. The, the concept of embedded and finance, and I think the opportunity in emerging markets it even can be even bigger.
0: And let's uh, finally talk about the future and what you expect to happen over the next year or two, and uh, maybe also what it, one of the big challenges you're working on. Uh, is that you're excited to overcome?
1: Yeah, so for Valari right now, we're working with a platform company. Uh, we have a couple of leads on the way, but we have a b- very interesting uh, platform company uh, that has a lot of press and they're in several countries in that time. So we're very excited about this opportunity and we're launching a pilot soon to uh, give working capital to uh, these platform clients, which again, are small businesses. Um, initially we'll focus on on Mexico, but we also uh, have other countries on our roadmap. And um, I think the challenge then will be uh, to execute, to execute, well, first of all, to execute this pilot well, and then to uh, be able to build the technology in the right way to make it as scalable as possible to expand to other markets, right? I think, for instance, Mexico is big enough to have a huge business there, Uh, but our vision is uh, continental. I mean, we want to go to the rest of LATAM uh, and uh, maybe in the future, who knows, emerging markets. So one of the key challenges we have is that compliance, right? to be in this business, in the financial services business, because even if we are a technology provider, we are, in, we are a technology company within financial services. We need to understand compliance. We need to understand regulations. And that's one thing that we're taking care of from the very early uh, part of the founding team already has uh, that compliance knowledge uh, that can make us a uh, better positioned, better suited to take the market.
0: Great. Well, thank you so much for sharing Alejandro. I think- Uh, I would agree that compliance and financial services, uh, being, having previously been there myself is, is a key thing to focus on. And, uh, I think, I think you got that right. And it looks like, um, you know, your platform partnership is looking promising. So, uh, wishing you the best with Volari and, uh, all the listeners will have to check you out, um, where can, uh, people find out more information and support you?
1: Yeah, so uh, you can follow uh, follow me on my Twitter at uh, P-O-Z-O. Uh, that's my last name, Pozo Fintech. Uh, or also check out our webpage, uh, Valari.co.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Alejandro. I really appreciate you coming on the show.
1: Thank you. Appreciate it, Aaron. Thank you.